0: 70,000 watts of gospel power. power. Beaming on the blue mountains of Mississippi and the flat plains of West Texas and the beaches and bayous of
1: Louisiana. K-A-Y-T. 88.1 FM. Come on, clap
0: your hands. Listen. Well, praise the Lord, everyone. I am David Bill, senior pastor and bishop of. Victory Temple and Victory Christian Outreach Center, 1015 Main Street in the city of Colfax, Louisiana. I would like to thank all our supported ministries for their strong support. Victory Temple conducts services Monday night, Intercessory prayer at 6.30 p.m. Bible class Wednesday night at 6.30 p.m. Friday night, 7.30 p.m. prayer, Praise and Deliverance service. Saturday at 12.30 p.m. Outreach Ministry 88.1 FM on your dial. Sunday morning, 10 a.m. Sunday School and Sunday worship service at 12 p.m. until. Now let us go into spirit field service for today.
1: If you are looking for a quality daycare facility in a Christian environment, then consider Victory Daycare Center. Victory Daycare is a Class A licensed facility located in Colfax, Louisiana. For more information, contact Sharon K. Veal, Director, at 318-627-2992 or 318-542-2303. If anyone is in need of prayer, you can contact Bishop David Veal by email at lowercase pb at bcoc1.org or by phone at 318-627-2992. All listeners interested in being a supported partner of this ministry can send contributions of any amount to Victory Temple, P.O. Box 341, Calfax, Louisiana, 71417. Victory Temple and Victory Christian Outreach Center is a 501c3 nonprofit organization and all donations are tax-deductible.
0: Well, praise the Lord, everyone. God is a good God again today. You know I am excited to come into your house, into your car, or wherever you may be. Amen, praise the Lord, on your job. This is the day that the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad in it listen my Go. friend today amen praise god we're going to give you our announcement for next week in, amen march the 17 uh, 2012 victory christian outreach center will be in winfield louisiana with amen amen apostolic outreach ministry 1015 brown street the district elder Jerry Shepherd that service is going to start at 7:30 p.m. Amen. Praise the Lord. Worship service. And we're looking forward to having a high time in the Lord. That's right. Saturday next weekend, the 17th, will be in Winfield, Louisiana with District Elder Shepherd. Amen. At 515 Brown Street. Amen. Apostolic Outreach Ministry. We're excited about being in Winfield. That's right. We're going to be in Winfield. We're asking you to come out. Amen. And be blessing to the service and also i want to send a shout out to sergeant collins i want to tell you sergeant collins amen out there in Fort polk louisiana by the way of here at the great city of alexandria louisiana we are proud of you what you're doing amen for our country amen praise lord and i know your family is proud of you god bless you sergeant collins amen today i have a special guest with me all the way from beaumont louis uh beaumont texas Amen. Praise the Lord. Pastor Paul Wayneville, Solid Rock uh, uh, Holiness Church, um, Graham Street, in the city of Beaumont. But what we're going to do today, amen, I'm going to have him along with me to help me, amen, to pray for you when you call in for prayer. Uh, We're excited about what God is doing tomorrow morning at 1015 Main Street in the city of Calfax, Louisiana. I call it high noon, amen, our 12 noon service with Jesus to be Lord in the house. We ask that you come and be part of what God is doing. We're going to go into the Word today. I've uh, been having a series, amen, of teaching out of the Bible, and uh, I went to the book of Isaiah, and it was just so enlightening, amen, praise the Lord, in the Word of Isaiah 54 and 14. It was so enlightening to know uh, what God desired for his people, and, of course, uh, the scripture, amen, today is in righteousness thou shalt be established. It's important that not only this word went out to Israel, but this word, amen, is for us that are Gentiles today. Say thou shalt be, amen, uh, established in righteousness. That's important, amen, especially if we're going to serve God, we got to do things right. Amen. we're going to come back. We're going to break down some words, and we're going to give you definitions of what righteousness establishment mean. And, and, and through this, God have given us the assurance that he said, thou shalt be full from oppression because when we are establishing righteousness, oppression should not have the power over us. He said, for thou shalt not fear of the Torah, nor shall thou, uh, nor shall it come nigh thee. I was looking at that, and as I was pondering that in my heart this morning, I thought about sowing. Amen, praise God. And in order to be in righteousness, you have to, amen, uh, participate in what we call a sowing into uh, that particular area. So uh, it is uh, important that we understand that the Lord is saying something here to his people that he wants us to be righteous. And with righteousness comes holiness. Now, if you sow in righteousness, you're gonna reap in righteousness. It says, sowing is important, uh, 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 it's a important part of our lives. We sow every day. This morning you got up, you, you know, if, if you gave your, your children stale bread, you sowed stale bread into their life. I just use that as an example. But when we sow, Amen. God wants us to sow in righteousness. He wants us to sow good things so that they'll be able to come back up. Now, everybody must understand whatever you sow, you're going to reap it. So if you sow a bad seed, you're going to reap bad seeds. And I believe this is what's going on because in, our, in, in time past, our fathers, our fathers have sown into us things that were so ungodly that we went on from generation to generation to plant bad seeds, amen, into one another's lives. Seeds like hate, seeds like uh, unforgiveness, seeds like anger, seeds like poverty, amen, seeds like talking each other down. It is time that the bands of wickedness, be broken out of our spirit. This is the time that God is calling us, amen, into righteousness. You know, the words say righteousness exalt a nation, but sin is a reproach to any people or many people. Anybody can sin, but nobody wants to live right. I'm so excited because you know what? In the book of Psalms, David said that my Thy word, if I hear it in my heart that I might not sin against thee. In other words, he put the word of God in his heart that he wouldn't sin against God. But I was reading, and as I was reading in the book of Psalms, I went over to Psalms 40. And in that particular passage of Scripture out of Psalm 40, David began to, amen, amplify, amen, praise the Lord, a praise and an answer, a prayer that he wanted God to Answer him because he wanted to be so right with God, he developed a praise before God that he would get the answer to do what was right. You know, you can praise God to ask God, God, help me to be establishing what's right so that I won't continue to plant these bad seeds that is causing me to be destroyed, causing my family to suffer, causing my neighborhood to suffer, causing our nation to suffer. You know, it's bad seas. Man wants power, but he wants power to do evil. Glory be to God. But God don't want you to obtain a man power to be able to exercise evil with power. But David said, I delight to do thy will. See, when you do the will of God, you're going to do what's right. You're not going to treat people any kind of way. You're not going to live no any kind of life. You're going to do what's right because you understand that you are dedicating no, or you are delighting. You are putting your soul into the things of God. Now, if you sow into God, God's going to sow back into you. Now, watch what the word say. The word said, amen, oh, my God. So he says, I delight in thy will. Not my own righteousness, but I delight in thy will. The Bible says, our righteousness is as filthy rags. Now that's the way God look at it. When we try to manipulate the principles of God, the things that God has set before us to go by, God has principles. Those principles are, must be respected, because if we disrespect the principles of God, then we reap the wrath of God. Well, somebody say, "Well, God, ain't, uh, He's a merciful God. Show He's He shows mercy, uh, mercy. Show He so he, he shows mercy. Yes, He is merciful, but God is not to be played with." Mm, thank you, Lord. Uh, Paul said, "What if we fall?" Into the hands of angry God, what would make God angry? What make God angry when we walk in the castle of the ungodly? That makes God upset. God is upset because we are not delighting, as David says, in God. You got to delight in God, and, and, and listen what the word say. The word says, "Yet thy law is within my heart." So if God is in your heart. Then you can't do nothing but think right. You can't do nothing else but live right. You can't do nothing else but respect the right things. Amen. But he went on to say, I have preached. Here's David said he preached. (laughs) That's powerful. Somebody said, well, he was a king, but the spirit of God dealt with him. So he says, I have preached righteousness in the great congregation. So when we mount the pulpit, when we mount, amen, uh, that pulpit, we are to preach and to teach righteousness to God's people. We should not mount the pulpit with hate in our heart. People are tired of that. I know I am. I, I'm tired of seeing unstable-minded people. That that I'm tired of seeing people who are towed down, amen, praise the Lord, by the rebukes of people of preachers or leaders that doesn't care for their soul. Now, we all have an angry side to us because we are human, but the scripture tells us to be angry but seeing not. God did not give us his word to preach oppression upon his people but he gave us the word to help establish the people in righteousness. Watch this. In righteousness thou shalt be established. Now, here's what righteousness means. Righteousness is the quality of state of being righteous. <laughs> it's a quality. When you go to the store, you just don't buy no anything to put on your body. You buy something that's esteemed, something that, let's put it like this, you can brag about, something that you want people to voice their opinion on. That's the way God is. He, he wants people that when those that are, are not saved, when they see us living for Him, He, he wants them to brag on uh, our life for Him. Amen. He wants he want people to look at you and say, I know you're godly. I know you're holy. I know you're a righteous person. Yeah, we all, amen, sometimes have trials that try our faith. But God says, in righteousness thou shall be established. Now, I've looked at this, and, and when it said thou shall be established, that word, that word established, it took me to another level. Because in order to be established in righteousness, you have to humble yourself and you have to stay sound and you have to be set. That's right. That's right. You have to be set in a place. You can't be double-minded. That double-minded man is not going to receive anything. I'm talking to somebody right now. You want what's right, but you double-minded. Hey, glory to God. You want the levels of God, but you double-minded. Glory be to God. You want peace in your life, but you double-minded. You want to come, amen, from the oppression that you under, but you double-minded. See, when it said establish, establish means to set up. And that's what God want to do. God want to set you up. My God here. Amen. God want to set you up. Not only do God want to set you up but he want to place you in a settlement. Now, the Bible says that after you have suffered a while, God will do something. He will establish you, strengthen you, and settle you, and make you perfect. If I'm saying it verbatim in the way the scriptures say, but if you look at those words, those words mean that God has something in mind for me. Not only for me, but for my seed. Because God said, God says in his word, these are the thoughts that I think toward you. See, God has thoughts that he has toward you. He said, these are the thoughts that I think toward you. Thoughts of good things. Did y'all hear that? And not evil. Glory be to God. When I go to church, when I'm out the pulpit, I'm not thinking evil. I'm taking good things to preach and to teach the people so that they can see what God wants them to not only come up to, but what God has for them. See, the Bible says in 1 Corinthians 2, and I believe verse number 11, amen, it says, for we have not received the spirit of the world, Mm -hmm. but the spirit of God that we may know the things. Here we go, ladies and gentlemen. We're dealing with things here that is freely given to us of God. Mark four, Amen. and 14 say, the, uh, 14 and 14, first verse say, the sower sowed the word. Mm-hmm. And that's what God wants to do. Preachers and teachers, we are sowers and we must sow the word. Amen, praise the Lord. What word? The word of God. What, what's the word of God going to do? When we sow that word, it's going to give a quality. Mm-hmm. It's going to set a state, amen, A righteousness into a person's heart that's hearing the word. It's going to establish them so that they'll no longer be tossed to and fro. And the Bible says, with every wind and doctrine, you see, people, if you're going to come to God, you're going to have to be established in righteousness. And righteousness is simply means holiness. Now, watch this. It says, thou shalt be far from oppression. And I looked at that. Oppression means the feeling of heavy weight or a feeling of heavy burdens. You know how you just oppress all the time. You, you, your faith level is so low. I like what Elder uh, uh, William said last night as he was preaching. Amen, praise the Lord. Uh, Kenneth William, he says that God says that if you have faith, it's small, it's the grain of a mustard seed. <laughs> you can say to that mountain, see, that mountain, be thou removed and be thou cast hence. See, so a lot of us, have mountains of oppression. Mm -hmm. We got fear, fear of this, fear of that, fear of that, and all that fear and oppression that is up on you is because you are not established in the word of God. And in order to be established in the word of God, you need a preacher in order for that, that preacher to preach. Huh? establishment, the preacher got to be established in God. He's got to be unmovable. He cannot be, amen, praise the Lord, condemned with the world. In other words, he can't be living one thing and trying to preach another because that lowers your confidence in God. Now, now I know church hurt, oh, my God. Church hurt is a bad hurt, but everybody Got to understand that, amen, if you have an agenda, <laughs> you have an agenda on the pastor, or uh, agenda in the church that is not lined up with the vision, you're going to get hurt because things ain't going to go your way. But that doesn't say, amen, that you can't be saved. You still have a soul that has to be established in the things of God. Oh, my God, here today. In order to be established in the things of God, you must learn that you didn't go to church for to have it your way. You went to church to get your soul right with God. And listen, you got to hear because you can't hear without a preacher. And the preacher can't preach unless he be sent from God. Now, Jesus said, now, not Davidville, but Jesus said, he that God sent, speak the things of God. Now, I know, you know, I might be a pastor, but I get preached to too. And that's some things that comes from the word of the elders that even pierce my heart. And I thank God for that because that lets me know that I have room to come up to the word of god but if i think i'm so holy so righteous to where the word that I, till where i'm above the word and the word not for me i'd have missed the mark glory be to god titles don't mean anything glory be to god but it's given as gifts to god people so that god people can look to godly men and women that are living this thing, and that is anointed by God to preach you into righteousness. And and Isaiah, I think it's 35, amen, pray the Lord, he says, I 35, amen, pray the Lord, we like to say it like that, pray the Lord. It says, in a highway shall be there, in a way, at a way, get this, and a way, in a way shall be called the way of holiness. In order to be established in holiness, you got to be established in righteousness. Now, let me finish this particular verse. This is called what we call, amen, praise the Lord, a uh, textual, amen, praise the Lord, a textual, amen, uh, sermon. where I am dealing with this one particular text, this one particular scripture, where I am breaking this scripture down. Because there's so much power in that one verse in the book of Isaiah. Amen. Praise the Lord. 54 and 14. It's just, amen, praise the Lord, so powerful. Because he says oppression is to, to have feelings of being heavy burdened, weighed down in your body, in your mind. You know, you go to church, and instead of you having a mind to hear what the Spirit is saying to you, your mind is out in left field. You're looking for something in the church that's out of place. <laughs> it is funny how the devil can, can set you up. When you need to be hearing the word, the devil showing you something somebody else is doing. That's because your mind is not in the word of God. So that distracts you from hearing the word that God has for you for to deliver you from what you're going through. So God wants you to be established in righteousness. And he says, listen, thou shalt be far from oppression. So when you are established in God's word and you're rooted and grounded in the word, when oppression comes, you can, you, can, you can wear it off because you know it comes to steal your joy. Now, 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 if we're going we're gonna to go just a little bit further because I was looking at some of my lesson that I have put together here today. It says, as Christians, we have this assurance that we are confident, 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 amen, of this very thing, that he, meaning God, that begun a good work in us is able, did y'all hear that, able to perform it until the day of redemption. So this means that when God establishes you in righteousness, God is able to dwell with you, if you allow him, and to keep you from falling. Oh, yeah, you're going to have some trials, but falling doesn't mean that you didn't fail. But God will bless you to get back up and repent and say, you know what? I got to press a little bit higher, I got to go a little bit farther because I believe God that if I stay down here, that the oppression that I'm in is gonna overtake me. And I'm gonna tell you something, my friend, before we get ready to go to the top of the aisle. I'm gonna tell you something. The devil loved to get you in a full corner wall place by yourself. He loved to push you in the corner where you cannot even hear the preacher's voice, where you can't even hear the word of God. He loved to put you in a place where he can talk to you and tell you nobody love you. Oh, yes, that's his job. His job is to, to put you in a place like he, he did Job. But Job knew God lived. But he, he put Job in a place where Job knew what he was with God, but his friends didn't understand. Why are you going through this, Job? But Job knew he hadn't done nothing wrong. And the devil would love to put oppression upon you and make you think that nobody care about you. Nobody wants you. The church hurting you. Y'all got to hear me today. And that is a trick of the devil. Amen. Praise the Lord. And, and, And if you believe that, this is what the devil do. He push you further out into that oppressed spirit. He push you further out. Into the unknown. He pushed you further out and relying on yourself. And you say, well, all people, all preachers ain't right. And none of them good. Now, I'm going to tell you something. God got some good preachers. Ask Elijah. He, even though he was a powerful prophet running from Jezebel. And when he said, God shouldn't destroy all your prophets and I'm the only one left. God says, I got 7,000 reserved mm, that hadn't bowed. To the knees of Baal. Somebody is going to preach and teach the truth to you. It may not come across the pulpit like you like it. Huh? Glory to God. But it's going to come to help you. Amen, praise the Lord. No chastisement seem grievous for at the moment. But afterward, it will yield peaceable fruit. So the word sometimes, it comes to chastise us to move us out of that that cone, out of that four-cone wall we've been locked up in so that we can, amen, pray the Lord, receive this word from God. Glory be to God. Today, amen, as I read on, Paul said to the Philippians, not only did he say, be in confidence of this very thing, amen, that he was begun a good work and he was able to perform it. And that that, that word perform means to complete. God wants to complete what he started in you, in righteousness thou shalt be accepted. So God wants to complete what he has purpose for your life, what he has assigned in your life. He wants to complete it until he returns. So I want to say this, amen, pray the Lord. You also need to be with the right people. You can't just let anybody preach to you. You, you just can't let anybody pray for you. You just can't let anybody Amen, praise the Lord. Call themselves trying to teach you and and preach to you because here's the reason. The reason is because we have deep deep roots into what we call traditional church, where some people don't believe it, take repentance. Amen, praise the Lord. You know, we say this word, and this this is so true. Uh, Confess with thy mouth, believe in thy heart that Jesus raised from the dead, thou shalt be saved. But if you listen at that, that, that scripture means it is a future tense, amen, thou shalt. It means that you have to come to be established. That's some things, amen, that you got to do. I'm going to come back at the top of the hour, and we're going to do a little of this, and then we're going to open up the prayer line. This is radio station K-A-Y-T. Gina Alexandria,
1: 88.1. Gospel Radio, serving all of Senla at 88.1. If you are looking for a quality daycare facility in a Christian environment, then consider Victory Daycare Center.